I'm going to go ahead and start this show off by saying this. This is officially a takeover. Earn don't got to say nothing because Earn get paid too much to do this show. Listen, ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome back to the Basement Friday podcast. And yes, it is a takeover today. I got my cup of water. My my scalp is finally greasy. That's why I got my new rag on. It is your truth, Mr. Fonga Delgio. Hold on. Earn, you ain't got to say, I'll do it for you. I got you. We are joined by the Michael Jordan of podcasting, the Michael Jackson of podcasting. My man got the ladies going crazy with his hoochie daddy show so This man, this man needs no introduction. I mean, God, li- li- listen, listen, listen. If you want to put him up there with any goat, the Mount Rushmore of anything, Aaron faces sits right there. We got my man Aaron Fornicetti in the building. <laughs> Welcome to the Facebook Friday podcast. Sponsored by Anchor and Spotify. We everywhere. Look at Aaron, man. I'm trying to say Aaron. Hey, Aaron points went up like a thousand just off that one introduction. Hey, man. Nothing less to be said, man. I'm trying to be an NWO. You might have to pull some strings. No. No. Aaron, you make too much money. Aaron, don't throw everything you got away trying to be on a hostile takeover like myself. Don't do that. Don't do that. We need more good black brothers like yourself. I didn't. I put you up there with Michael Jordan. Damn it! <laughs> How higher do you need to be up there? Who you need to be with Jesus? That's. What I mean, I mean, you had Dennis Rodman, you know. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm more I'm more of the oh, damn I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of a non no can't use him. I'm more I'm more like the Chauncey Phillips of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Not Chauncey. There we go. I'm more like the Chauncey Phillips of this situation. He was hey. good with playing all that, you know, but hey, he had his time. I hey, had man. Time. You gotta get in where you fit at, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Fornicetti. We have special guests in the building. We got ZZ Top in the background. You know, they're hanging out for the whole episode. So, you know, rock history in the building while your boys take over the podcast game. But no, no. Who the hell brought ZZ Top on his damn show? Hey, man. You listen to ZZ Top, Aaron? Hey, man. Sharp dress, man. Look, ZZ Top been on the airways for years and decades. You couldn't bring Summer Walker or somebody up here. You couldn't, bring, you couldn't bring anybody. You brought ZZ Top. Oh, the doors Lord. are open for everybody. We had Ron McDonald on the episode. We had Billy Blanks on the episode. You know, the doors open for everybody, you know, whether you're a rock star, you're training people to death, or you like to throw hamburgers at people. But I digress. We're going to get to our five-minute rant. What you got for us? Today has been a cool week. You know what I mean? Boy, just been grinding. Boy, been out here doing this thing, man. And I ain't going to lie to you, man. It's been real. Um, still got this, you know, still got this book in the works. Um, you know, got that thing going right there. But other than that, I think that's about all I got so far is that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I try to stay busy. Like I keep telling people, it's a big money song. I try to keep myself consistently busy. So between with this book, with this podcast, with my podcast, and, you know, you know, just creating videos left to right, I just do that 
you know, just for the love of it. But, you know, hey, that's the love of the game, my way, man. For my five-minute rant, I got a five-second rant. Screw AutoZone. I got beef with y'all, and it's on site next time I step on one of your stores. But we're going to get into our episode. We're not going to go into <laughs> details right then and there. I mean, like, you, you started, you, how you going to start something then, like, not going to tell people what happened at AutoZone? I mean, nope, I, nope, nope, nope. If you want to find out what happens on AutoZone, there's an episode coming next week. Tune in. I got what you next week to find out what, what the hell happened to AutoZone. Hey, you know how we do in show business, cliffhangers. It gets all the views. <laughs> We're not wrong, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this man told me some clever. You know what? Let's get it to today's word. Oh, <laughs> What's man. What's today's ghetto gospel, man? Man, that word was good, though. <clears throat> hey, man. You know that word is good. You know what else is good? A sharp-dressed man. I know ladies can contend with that. So, just like the singers, the boys in the back got that famous song, Sharp-Dressed Man. I want to pose this question to you and the people watching or listening out there. When it comes to whatever role you're trying to get, some roles you you don't need to dress up. You know, you could come casual, come as you are, but for other roles, more like corporate or big money deals, you know, Funkadelic talk about big money summer. When it comes to the big money deals, you got to dress up. So do you feel like the suits, the garments, those still play a role in looking professional and how people view you when it comes to certain type of jobs. Man, you just rolling in by yourself, man. You go in there and do raggy Tim's if you want to. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Don't take my advice. I'm just playing. But sometimes you got to think about where it is that you're trying, what it is that you are trying to do. That is definitely the thing because whether it is corporate, like let's say you walk into a Fortune 500, a Fortune 500 company business, you ain't walking in there with a T-shirt on. They're not going to take you serious. They're going to look at you and be like, oh, okay. Now, granted, they might be business casual. They might got the polo with the, the shirt tucked in their, their slacks. You know, hey, you know, everybody's casual. But all the same thing, like you're trying to close, you're trying to close a business deal. You know, whether it is a sponsor, like, that's like saying that if me and Aaron get a, a, we get like a lucrative deal doing our podcast, right? Shout out to Anger, right? But let's say if somebody hit us with a table, like, yo, we about to give y'all this big deal. We're not going to show up to the podcast. I mean, we're not going to show up to the, the meeting just dressed any way we want to. You know what I mean? You, gotta, you ain't got you ain't to be suited and booted. You know what I mean? Just... Business casual, slacks, dress shirt, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be suited, but you ain't got to always throw on a suit. A suit goes, a, a suit does help. But, you know what I mean? It's all about playing a part. Now, it depends on, now, I'm glad you brought this on five kick to you. Because this is an issue that I've always had. I don't care what job it is. You do not show, like, I've worked in retail many years. It ain't nothing worse than somebody approaching me or somebody coming to the interview and they're like, I'm here for an interview. T-shirt on, T-shirt raggedy. They got shorts on. I be in that job like, I said, we just don't have no job etiquette at this point. You walk in just with just whatever. 
You like you just woke up like ah, let me go through this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying though, but I'm let you go ahead and get the mic, man. I'm just saying. I'll be honest with you. I think at the end of the day, it comes down to respect. You know, no matter what job it is, you only get one time to make a first impression. And the interview is that first impression. So it's just, I respect this job enough. Even though when I get the job, I could just relax and wear a t-shirt on. For this moment, I got the suit on or I got the dress shirt on with the tie and the slacks. I'm looking sharp, looking decent. It just shows that respect for the person who who taking the time out to interview you, interview you, asking you questions, making sure you're the right candidate. And after that job, they say, hey, you could just casual. Cool. But right. if you're just showing up in T-shirts and, well, <laughs> shorts hanging down with your butt and Crocs on, <laughs> right. like, come on, man. They're going to look at you like, oh, you can't go anywhere. But as far as the big money jobs, those are where you need to wear those suits. You might need to get them tailored. Might need to hit the bespoke. Because when it comes to the big money people, the ones who hold in that bag, you got to look the part. You got to be able to roll with them. So that comes with the territory. Well, you can just walk in there and just be like, look, y'all hire me, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, do that. don't do that, John. don't do that. Y'all, what's up? Don't do that, man. But nah, I'm going to just tell y'all like this, man. Some of y'all out there don't know how to tie a tie. Don't worry, your boy got you. You need to know how to tie a tie? I got you. Holler at me. We're going to hook you up. Sex hell game. <laughs> <laughs> you can always look on that situation out there in Georgia. Me following it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, get fly, get that money. Big money summer. That's what it is. Hold on, y'all heard y'all heard my man Aaron. Aaron out here. See, I knew it. I knew it. My man Aaron got Aaron got a Hulu Live Sports deal. Get that money. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. No, nah, I'm, I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to follow the footsteps of Funkadelic Jones out here. The big money summer, he leaving the money trail. I'm just behind him, you know, picking up all the change and all the dollars I can get. You know, that's what it is. Don't try to insult me on this show, tell me I'm making all. Come on, Michael Jordan, relax. Yeah. We know you got the lucrative deals in here. We know. This is why Aaron take his time when he do this podcast. Aaron, like, look. If, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. While Earn is on the air, Earn bank account is going up. I'm just telling y'all right. While he's on the air, gracing us with whoever these people are, his check is going up. Earn just sitting back like, look, <laughs> let me go ahead and talk to the people for about a few minutes. My boy Fongadelli, man, getting alerts, cha-ching. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> cha-ching. Oh, that's don't let this man do rag fool you. <laughs> nah, I got three dollars like Patrick, you know. I'm trying to tell y'all, man, don't let this man fool y'all. Now nah, we out here. Three fifty. That's how much. Three fifty. I'm over here eating baked pork chops. Y'all better stop playing. He over here eating good over there. 
Hey, man, I'm going to tell you like this. Speaking of eating good, you know, we're going to get to our next topic where a lot of people, you know, when you're in a certain position, you start out entry level, then you move out, and then you get to that corporate CEO jobs. You know, we talk about sharp suits and rolling with the guys, getting that top position, but not everybody wants that top position. Sometimes you stay at the bottom for 27 years, and that's what a gentleman did at Burger King. I believe that was about 1995, but I'm going to let y'all do the math. He stayed in his position for 27 years. And as a reward, he got a kitty bag that looked like something you get at one of your friend's birthdays at elementary school. I, I just don't understand. It's no way. A lot of people are lashing out at this guy. They gave this man a Chuck E. Cheese to go bag for 27 years. I just don't understand. Help me understand. All right. I can do that one. I can do one better for you. Here we go. Number one. Jobs like this, right? This guy been at Burger King for 27 years. Jobs like Burger King don't give a damn. Like jobs like, like jobs like Burger King, like low-level jobs like Burger King and retail department stores. You could be there for 40 something plus years. When you decide to walk away, they not it's not gonna be no big whoop. Okay, it's not gonna be no big whoop. Yeah, you might have a full one okay with the jump, but they gonna be like, yo, you're leaving, yay. Here's something to go with, like a cake or something. Like, you've been here for 40 plus years. I'm not gonna lie to you. I couldn't be at a department store or a fast food spot for 20 plus years and not move up. That's just me personally. I get what you're saying. You say everybody don't want to move up, but if you're going to be there for 20 plus years, either if you're not going to move up, they better be paying you one hella good, and two, you crazy if you're going to be like, I'm just not going to move up at all. Bro, you tripping. I'm not going to sit, I'm not going to sit entry level for 20 something years, and you better move up the corporate ladder. You tripping out here. I understand there's a lot of work at the top, but you really about to like everybody, everybody, everybody in the area know him. You know, so everybody, hey, what's up? You still it's like, yeah, you know, I'm being here, you know, I'm still here. You're like, damn, bro. Here's here's the thing. Uh, I just wanted to say about that, and I want to pose this question. The question is, do you think it's Burger King's fault or his fault? For what? For the 27 years, a lot of people say Burger King should have done more. And following what you just said, you know, a lot of people said, oh, oh, well, Burger King should have got him this. Burger King should have got him that. But fast food restaurants don't really care. Or you work at department stores, you're just an employee. You know, they're not going to throw anything lavish for you. I mean, at the end of the day, it's I mean, that's more like that's just more of. That's I want to say. I honestly want to say that's more his fault than Burger King. Cause like, let's be real. That's like you working for McDonald's. Same thing. Like Popeyes, KFC. Like you gave KFC forty years of your life. What you what you expecting as a go away present? Like, yeah. really, what, what are you really expecting from like McDonald's? You've been there for thirty some years. Like I had a supervisor when I was doing laws of prevention. She'd been with the company for 40 years. I'm like, 
what type of retirement do you expect to get being a, a, a loss prevention manager? What, what type of retirement do you expect to get? Yeah, and especially the fact that uh, it's this guy, Robert Montanez. Uh, he worked at the company Frito-Lay. He started out as a janitor. Now, the janitors, you know, they make pretty good money. People, mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that janitors make money. But he worked there for a couple of years. But the difference is that, you know, he would he would listen to the executives talk and he would pitch ideas and he would end up getting meetings because some of the ideas were good for products. So long story short, he moved up to an executive role over the course of a couple of decades. So the way I look at this, I feel like. The reason you were there for 27 years, because you wanted to be there for 27 years. A lot of people get comfortable in their roles. Right. So, some people, something I know personally, like I've speak to people who are in jobs. Like I remember working for Charlie Cheese, talking to this guy who worked there for two years. I'm like, you worked here for two years here. And people I know, you know, personally, where they said, like we talk about company loyalty. That's mm -hmm. too much loyalty. Where I know people say, oh, this is a great company. I love this company. I never leave this company. Yet, yeah, no. At the end of the day, it's all about business. You, If it makes sense and it makes dollars and, 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 it, and everything is all in line, I meet you there. I meet you at the finish line. But to sit up here for 27 years, that's on you, brother. That's on you. They ain't got nothing to do with Burger King. Now, once you once you are locked into a company, because I've been at a retail store for about three and a half years. Once you once you get locked into a company for two years, you really got to ask yourself now at this point, are you moving up or are you still in the same position? Because, you know, man, the reason why I had to end up leaving that situation because of the fact that being there for the three years, when they decide to finally move me up, they gave me a bad deal. So I'm like, dang, you gonna like this, you really gonna throw it and, it and it's crazy because like I got I was the second option. Meaning like everybody, they were so sold on like, yeah, we want this person, we want this person, we want this person. Then this person turned them down. And now they're like, all right, now we're gonna ask him. First of all, I'm your backup choice. I'm your backup. Hey, you giving out bad deals? The answer is no. So it's like, I'm about to go ahead and skedaddle because clearly I see that. The, the appreciation is not really here. So when you think about these type of jobs, when you think about most jobs in general, you got to realize most jobs, you are just a body. It don't yeah. matter how hard you work, you are just a body. Because understand, even like, even like this is what I used to always say too, as, as hard as loss prevention, like they, they want to they want loss prevention be on some like thuggish type of run out the building, give me my stuff. I'm like, fam. They want like if you went out that building, something happened to you. What you think they gonna do? Oh man, he was a good, reliable detective. They about to start interviewing because they got to replace you now. They don't get their money back, but you're not coming back. It, you, you feel what I'm saying? So when you work at these type of jobs, understand this: when they lose employees, they're like, "Oh no, we we got replaced. We got replaced." Bill, guess what? Understand this, companies do grow as well. 
they grow. So when you got a lot of them old school people like him who've been here for 15 plus years, they be waiting to get them out the door. That way they can get the young, fresh, pro new new prospects in. They be waiting for these 20 some people. They be like, they be like, man, you ain't, you still here? You ain't, you ain't leaving, you ain't retiring? Cause why? Time is changing. New faces coming in, new energy coming in. They can't keep the person who been full time for the last 20 some years like, we, we got somebody else that can fill that spot, but they can't just boot them and demote them. You can't just, just do it and just like, hey, we gonna bump you back down. You can't do that. But that's why sometimes, like I said, that's on them. Like, that's on him. He got comfortable. Like, I don't know why you was expecting Burger King to give you something extravagant. No, but that's on him. That's his fault. Yeah, I think what's also interesting is how different that generation is from like our generation. Right. Because that generation, you know, when they told us about work and they said, oh, save your money, go to school, get a, a job and you work that job. And for us, we like, is the job paying enough? Right. Because, you know, in our society, like, look at the economy. We we speak money, right? Our generation speaks money. If the money makes sense and they pay well and everything, they got everything else that we want, then we did we going to show up when you want me to show up. We're going to do what you want us to do. But the money got to look right, you know, right. and everything else got to make sense. But it just shows you how different the generations are because they will stay their job for like 15, 20 years because that's how they were raised to just have company loyalty. But we ain't got no loyalty. And anybody out there listening, you should not have company loyalty. If you should be loyal to anything, it's yourself and your pockets. I, I want to say this also, um, when it comes to the whole idea of company loyalty and being there for a long time, going back to what I was saying about people just being complacent, mm -hmm. right? And that's a big thing when it comes to, you know, things that we experience. People just get complacent. And not only that, it's a testament to like, you know, a lot of people say, I'm going to quit my job and start business, things like that. Right. It just exposes a lot of people. They're not good business people. The generation before and a lot of people in our generation are not good business people. They lack business skills because business skills, simple business skills is knowing how to market yourself. It's knowing how to put yourself in the best position possible. It's like, hey, I work at, you know, I can work at McDonald's. I got a plan. What's my plan? My plan is to make six figures in two to three years. How you want to get there? X, Y, Z. And there are people who do that, but there are other people who those two, three years still ain't McDonald's. Why? I mean, they pay you just enough for you to let go of your dreams. That's what a lot of jobs do. And see, this is why I always say, like, it's a difference between bosses and workers. You know what I mean? It's always that conversation. I've said this before, and I say it plenty of times. You can get you can get comfortable with a job. The job you 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 so comfortable, like you know you ain't going away the job, but you so comfortable. This is how you know. This is how you know who really has a work ethic and who don't. It's like if you leave your job tomorrow. Like I said, if you leave your job tomorrow, and it's up to you to make your money. Can you get up and make your money every day? Some people are like, nah, I don't want to deal with that. And that's why I said, that's why I said back in the past, I said, 
Having people that go to nine to five jobs, they only work about three, four hours of the day, and then they really be procrastinating most of the day. But again, yeah. what they feel that security and that guaranteed money. Because when the money is not guaranteed, when you have to go out and make it, you're going to start seeing who really has a work ethic. Who really going to be out there like marketing and show like, yo, let's get this money, let's get this money. But because the money is guaranteed, you know you got that check coming in Friday. They That's why they good. So, you again, like I said, back in the day, yeah, they believe in company loyalty. They started only making, they probably only started making uh, $12 back in the day, you know. Now they probably, this dude right here, he probably capped out at probably what, 18? Because I know he ain't getting paid no 20-something, $25, $6 an hour. No. He probably capped out at 18 because they were like, oh, this is about all we can pay you. You've been working there for 27 years, you're only making $18 an hour, bro. I would dip. You put yourself through way in 10. I would dip. I would roll over. <laughs> that just sound like, like car. <laughs> I would dip. I would roll out. And then on top of that, they gave you a goodie bag for your what? Appreciation for 27 years? Bro, that's a slap in the face. They basically like, yeah, <laughs> thanks for the service. Thanks for flipping burgers for 27 years. Thanks for working fries. For 27 years, bro, I would dip. I would roll out. You better, he better than me. That's just the ultimate disrespect right there. I'm sorry to tell you that. No, I, I tell you right there, man, it's just for 27 years. That's a whole lifetime, you know, for right. us. Like, that's a whole lifetime. That's two decades. That's almost three decades you spent at one place. And a lot of people come up with the excuses. Oh, he had kids he got to take care of. You should have went harder. But you just ain't want it. If, if I got kids, oh, I'm on some pursuit of happiness, Will Smith type stuff. Like, we out here, like, ain't no way my kid, like, you know, in that position where, like, dad is still at the same job and didn't do what he was supposed to do. Nah, and man, see, you got to do better. And this is why, and, and this is my, my, my take when I say stuff like that, when you say going harder, because you look at what the world probably looked at in the 90s, and you look at what the world looks like in 2022. Working at one job in the 90s probably was okay. Working at one job in 2022, you're considered at the bottom of the totem pole. That's why you got cats that have nine to five. That's why you got cats, they got nine to five to drive Uber, they they on YouTube, they because that's how hard somebody has to work nowadays in this world that we live in. In the 90s, like I said, apartments probably was only four, five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. You can you can work at Burger King, afford that, and probably get a car all at the same time. That's because the world was low. But now that you got everything is going up, rent is going up all that. That's why you got cats, you got cats unknown like myself. You got un unknown like myself. We the man, we influencers. What? Y'all ain't no influencers. She ain't. We influence a day. We got influence all the day. We out this joint working hard because why? We got a podcast. I have a podcast. Aaron does things. He does things with his time. I do things with my time. It's, this is how hard you have to work in, in this society that we live in. So for him to be at one job for 27 years, you ain't going to get that from a lot, of, a lot of these kids nowadays. Because a lot of these kids don't even want to work for a job, period. And guess what? They on YouTube making six figures. They make they they on YouTube making six figures doing exactly what we're doing. We just, they just sitting in front of their phone just 
hey guys, we're getting ready every morning. They making six figures doing nothing. Why the hell would you sit at a job for 27 years flipping burgers when I can just cut on my phone and sit there and just talk to people and just look at them and say, hey, I can just, you can just follow me my whole day and I'm over here making six figures because you follow me my whole day. Come on, bro. That only make logical sense at this point. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all like this, man. You know, it's funny. That generation that works at jobs for like 27 years would tell our generation, you always on the phones. Yeah, because it could afford the life I live and it's the one paying your bills. So try that out for size. But phone, like phones nowadays, and before I came, phones nowadays is money at this point. This is the new money. Phones are the new TV. Phones are the new of of photographers like you have a walking you have walk you have money just walking in your hand tiktok people get paid off of that instagram people get paid off of that youtube people get paid off of that you literally got apps to let you trade trade stocks right on your phone back in the day you had to know somebody to trade stocks now they're yep. right here on your phone access right here you can you can promote your stuff right here. You got websites like Fiverr right here. Boom. Hey, hey freelance. Hey, my man, promote my video for me. I'm gonna give you ten bucks to do that. You can literally, you're literally doing stuff by sitting in your house. That's how easy, that's how accessible this world is nowadays. That's why a lot of cats gotta go harder than what they really are. So in the '90s and all them, they gotta realize that you got some people like again like my mom. She been at her job for almost. 30, 40 plus years. And she would leave now. Honestly, what would she do? She been at that job almost 40 years. What would she do? So much time has went by. I'm not saying she hasn't learned a new skill, but she's been in one job for 40 years. That's all she knows. That, that's all she knows. And she and she would have come out and I am gonna do something different. You looking at that's from like 87. And it's 2022. You know how much time has went by? You know how much time went by? Almost 30 years that went by. What would she do? I think I think for us, you know, our generation, Generation Z, um, a lot of people always like talk about like how much money they want. If you want anything, time. Time is the real currency. You can right. always make money, but you can't always make time back like people ask me like oh would you rather have like tens of millions of dollars or be like 15 16 again 15 16 again because i i you you dial the clock back i'll be running up a check you doubt it because it's like you at that age you don't have real responsibilities ain't paying no bills (laughs) you know you're in your mom's house and at that age, all you got is time and opportunity. You have time to think. You got time to plan out your future. With all this technology, where everything is pretty much in the palm of your hand, you got none but time. Like for us, we're the last generation to really appreciate how technology has advanced. But as far as sitting there, that generation, they didn't really know how to like bet on themselves. And that's something that makes us a great generation and that we could pass on to like Generation Z just to bet on yourself. But all I would say to wrap that up on my end, that's how it is. 27 years, that's time you ain't getting back. So if you got kids, 
Salem put the town where it counts and not 27 years at Burger King. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a keep this real short and sweet because this is something real you guys don't know about me and Aaron, right? And this is why we say, like, we talk about jobs back in the day. Key thing is consistency, right? Me and Aaron started on YouTube in 08. And me and Aaron had stayed on YouTube. And I'm talking about literally just where we started at. And then it's like, let's say we transition right here to the basement Friday. So literally from 08 to 2022, we just been doing this consistently. Do you know where me and Aaron would be at? Do you know where we would be at? But you got to think about it. We, like I said, we, we was there, like, again, when YouTube was babyface. Can you imagine starting from the bottom to where we was at now? But, again, this is why I would say, like, and this is why I say, like, when parents were talking about some YouTube ain't a real job, I, I always say, just imagine, just imagine what me and Earn, and it's sad to say what we could have been if we had stayed that course. Because, again, we was, we was local superstars. We were local superstars. We were local heroes. We were just two dudes out the ghetto just making random videos, running up the views. You know how these kids do now? They run, we were running up the views. This was back in our prime, though. So just imagine, like he said, time. Imagine if we was going back to 15, 16 years old. I, we me and her known each other since 15, 16. Imagine. Imagine. We take technology, what we know now, and we go back in time. It'd be a rap. It, yeah, it'd be, definitely. It'd be a rap. Yeah, it'd be a rap. But I tell you like this, man. All, all the young kids listening, shoot, even if you are our age, time is the answer. That's all you got. Time is the answer. Don't get locked. Don't get locked down at no job because I understand you getting comfortable and all that. Don't get locked down at this job. If you got to be on your own and you got to work a little bit hard, you got to grind up. Because I always say this, and you know, and I know I'm gonna go ahead and shut I'm gonna go ahead in my part by saying this. Nobody should ever tell you, nobody should ever cap your money. Right? right? Nobody should ever cap your money. What I say about that, and I know a lot of people probably confused, some people get it, some people don't. So I'm gonna explain it. No one should ever tell you, oh, you can make this amount, you can't work over this hours, you got to cut back this hours. No one should ever tell you that. If you want to wake up one morning and make $3,000 in one day, that should be your prerogative. That should be on you. No one should say, hey, Aaron, you're kind of working too many hours. I'm going to need you to take like a 30-hour lunch break. That way you can kind of don't go over, over the budget. There is no budget in life. Yeah. You were all goddamn day if you want to. If I want to work from 5 a.m. to damn near 8 o'clock midnight, I should be able to do that. Sky's the limit. That's how you do it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. Sharp, generous man. It's your boy Aaron from the city. Sure, sure, Mr. Farmer Della Jones. The and we are out of here. NWO. Peace. Peace. Go. Ah. <laughs>